A very special guest and now a special member of the three, the trifecta club, dude. The very funny former CIA agent, Mike Massaro, dude. What's going on, Mike? Hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? Dude, doing pretty good. You know, I normally try to think of an intro like before, like during the day, I'll be like, I'll think of like, all right, this is how I want to pretend the first 30 seconds would go. <laughs> but and I did that today, and I had a whole little like set it like lead in. And I'm like, oh, this could be dope. And then I fucking didn't write it down, so I completely forgot it, and it just never came back. But um, dude, yeah, Mike, dude, oh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, Mike, we can plug your stuff at the beginning, just because fucking this show's coming out quick, and now we got you guys, uh, we got you guys hooked. So we bamboozled you. We're going to give you fucking info at first. So, Mike, what's your socials? What do you got coming up? Oh, hell yeah. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram at Mike.Massaro, M-A-S-S-A-R-O. Mike is spelled normally. Um, and then, uh, let me see. I got all my dates there. But coming up this week, when you say it's coming out Wednesday? It's yeah. coming out Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, on Thursday, I'm at Armada Brewery in uh, New Haven. It's going to be a real fun show. And then uh, Friday, I'm up with you guys in Lowell. Uh, it's just going to be... I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be that, a rowdy that's, one. That's a, that's a primary amount of our listeners as well. So as long as they listen by Friday, dude, they get a little, pre, they get a little appetizer of you, Mike, so they know what to expect. Hell yeah. So that's going to be good. Yeah, um, the only thing I'm worried about is the chairs. Now that I'm going to start about it, more people are coming than I like anticipated. And then, like, I always kind of put the chairs on the back burner because, like, they have enough chairs there, and I Do really don't think they have like forty plus folding chairs. Do you have an so, IKEA near you? An IKEA? Yeah, they have really cheap folding chairs that How much that, that, are, chair? that, that are like perfect for comedy shows. I don't know. I'll ask Mustafa. No, dude, dude, don't even need to ask. Who's by the pro cup? You buy your computer? Can you look up like Chia Fault Luke chairs, please? <clears throat> One second. I'm gonna guess. Ikea. I'm gonna guess. Ten dollars a pair. These are like that's those a good guess. These are like the wedding rental yeah. chairs. Exactly. Chairs. Let's see. Twelve ninety nine a chair. A chair? Get the fuck out of here! You got to be able to buy those things in bulk. But anyway, I'm probably just going to make, like, I don't know how to even say this on the record. So, but pe newer people in the house, dude, I'm going to make them take them fucking down. I'm going to bring couches down there or something. I don't know. I'll figure it out. But the chairs was, like, the last thing I was worried about. I was worried about, like, I'm worried about the booze first and foremost. Because if I don't fucking come down there with six handles now, it's going to be, I'm going to have to stop in New Hampshire and get them anyways. And then that's a huge loss. Because I'm basically fucking paying double from what I normally pay, which would be a disaster. So I'm not uh, the booze has been my number one priority. They getting people booked. 
selling the tickets and then like the chairs i just feel like shouldn't have been as far in the back burner as they you know what i thought it was because my uncle has like storage units everywhere and he has like random shit like if i ever need something weird like oh like i need an adirondack couch like the guy somehow makes an adirondack couch appear it's wild He's also a crazy gift giver. Like when I was like seven, he gave me like a fucking adult Lego set, which of course set my mom off because she's like, "I'm not having Legos around the house." And then the next year, to one up, and he bought a fucking kayak. Like two of the most inconvenient presents of all time. <laughs> but this guy has trollers everywhere, so I'm like, he's got to have folding chairs, and that's like apparently the one thing on the planet this guy does not have access to. So. Do you belong to a church? Uh, no. No. Uh, Well, maybe if you weren't such a godless heathen, you'd have chairs. Well, dude, here's the deal. (laughs) Like I said, we've said it on the record. It's like a little bit of the Catholic guilt thing. It's like, (laughs) almost like once you break out of it, it's so hard to like dive. The only time I see myself going back to church consistently is when I force my own kids to go to fucking CCD. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's like this. I feel like that's the true cycle of Catholic. Like, there's a few nut jobs who go to ch- like go to church. <laughs> one of my cousins is one of these nut jobs. I probably shouldn't. Be, she hasn't listened to the podcast. But if you're like thirty going to, thirty and under going to fucking church after CCD, like CCD didn't work on you. I feel like like C- CCD. I feels like. It's actual deterrent is just pushing away Catholics, to be honest with you. I feel like it's a long-term ploy. There's like no reason that they should have it. Same reason Catholic school exists. Yeah, no, it's a a disaster, man. The Catholics just don't know how to run a franchise, but... (laughs) Let's get (laughs) My girlfriend was saying she she started going back to church, and she was there on Sunday. She's like, yeah, they handed out the missile, and they were talking about, like the year in review and it was like they're in the hole like half a million dollars this year <laughs> she's like this is not sustainable <laughs> dude yeah they just they just make some weird choices both strategically yeah, uh, financially like just a, yeah financially i mean you still got the gold bones yeah. <laughs> sexually mean, yeah you know yeah, who doesn't exactly. have uh, financial problems uh, temple. I hate to say it though. I feel like most churches at their base level have financial problems, but at the end of the day, it's just such a lucrative. It, like they already made their money. Like dude, my, yes, my priest stole not just, like three hundred thousand dollars from my church growing up. Dude, that's like light compared to what yeah. some of these fucking guys uh, I, do. I, it's not a big money maker church. I mean, like it was like. It was like I think it was like three hundred k in like monies that they couldn't find, and then he bought a beach house in Old Lyme and a Mercedes. Dude, my <laughs> question with these people is like, do you not think you're gonna get caught? Well, like, so, so he didn't. I, I, mean, like, I, I mean, like, he, so what happened was. They realized all this money was missing. The woman who's working as a bookkeeper was like, hey, this is weird. Why is all this money missing? And then he was like, because you stole it. <laughs> and then and then she's like, no, I did. Like, she's like, I'm poor. <laughs> I didn't take this money. And he's like, no, she stole it, guys, right? She stole it. And then the state police started investigating. Mm. And then uh, and then he moved to Massachusetts. That's a smart move. That's a smart yeah. move. 
I, I mean, moving is definitely a great. The, the migratory Catholics, dude, they get know how to get themselves out of trouble. But they, they do. <laughs> Just but, move to a different diocese. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, dude, here's the deal. If your priest is buying even the Mercedes, that's a, that should be a red flag. Like, if your priest doesn't drive a beat-up old Buick, like, yeah. you need to be looking into him. A like, Buick is the priest's car. That is... <laughs> dude, dude but the beat-up brown or light blue that is parked at that fuck Like, they... The, at least the church near me, they gave them housing, like, right on the site. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the rectory. Yeah. But they get their own houses, dude. So they, the, the house, oh. the car would never leave. Yeah. It's like, if you're priest, first off, the car. But next to the beach house, like, dude, here's the deal. The whole, like, priest thing, you're supposed to be a little su- subtle about it. If you want to fucking run up a tab, get some real performing skills and become one of those evangelical fucking nut jobs down, down the south with, like, 300,000 people. Like, those people, say what you will about how unholy they might be those people know how to fucking make money dude those people are performers they are truly like are they evil people like maybe (laughs) probably (laughs) but those great business people i mean the guy is a like if you can if you can captivate a hundred thousand people and get those people to tithe more than they pay the government in taxes. They had those people tithing during COVID. Like, those people know how to sell, man. So, yeah. if you're going to be like that, you shouldn't be a Catholic priest, man. The, the Catholic priest, it's like the subtle riches. You know what I mean? You want, oh, yeah. like, a few rings where you're like, oh, like, those are real, those are bloody diamonds, dude. Like, that's fine, man, because it goes with the drip. But if you're buying a beach house, man, I, like you're the first person I'm going to look at. <laughs> Have you ever been to, like, a seminary? Is That's not... That's like a... That's a that's, I'm assuming it's about religion and not semen, right? No, yeah, it's about religion, not semen. It, it, it's where okay. all of the... It's, where, it's like where all of the priests in, like, in, like, training study, basically... And they have uh, they have these like houses for all the priests, and well, so when I was at Fordham, I went to uh, to one of the Jesuit houses that was over there, and it was like it was like a neat, like tidy, wealthy frat house. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you walked in, they had like a massive liquor cabinet. They had a huge entertainment room. Everyone had their own like room, but it was like you know instead of like. Sports shit and girls, you had like posters of Padre Pio and shit like that. Like, (laughs) (laughs) really interesting. (laughs) I'm fucking dead. Do those guys like need to, like, is it before the vows they like can fuck around and shit? Is or like, no. Because I feel like, to be real, a big Mm -hmm. way for the Catholics to avoid their problems is maybe letting the priest get some poon, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I, I feel like that's a power that could easily be abused, though, because like so many oh, of those yeah. Catholic women would be immediately trying to fuck the priest. <laughs> like, like everyone would be trying to get a piece of the priest. 
but would you prefer well isn't that why the, they originally the, said that the priests are not supposed to they're supposed to be celibate to not like take advantage of that power yeah probably but, i don't know but like that deep down sense. yeah wouldn't it wouldn't you rather the priest be fucking the recently divorced wives than the kids <laughs> yes agreed <laughs> you got me but there maybe let's make but... choose the battles so it, yeah it's a i agree battles though. yeah that but it's like, a... i feel like just doing that doesn't eliminate the pedophilia problem i feel like yeah <laughs> i feel like no. it's not like they're, they're, they're only pedophiles because they can't fuck like... the moms <laughs> yeah exactly like... <laughs> i wouldn't be a pedophile if you just let me fuck of age woman <laughs> It's like it's like what if you go if you have a dry spell for like six years does that mean you turn into a child molester like I mean no I'm sure it's not but like I'm just saying like think of like you got because they can't have sex you got more likely to get the creeps but if you could get some fucking because think of all the like what Christian okay. influencers who are bodybuilders and stuff online like yeah. just let those guys be priests and let them fuck oh, some sad moms dude. I've seen that. I got like a a YouTube ad where it was like it was like you can't skip this, and the guy was like, "Hey, I just want you to invite me to pray with me right now." And he sits through this like it's not even like a like a straight up like our father. It's like, thank you God for all you give us. You teach us with your eternal light, and he's just like he's like hippie praying. It's like, come on, man! I want, I want a real prayer. I want the guilt. If you're yeah, you want the ad. On that's because that dude's getting pussy. <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly. what like that. that's what I'm saying. How about they have to date outside of like Catholicism? Like, so they, oh, it it, it 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 could be like, okay, you're allowed to get pussy, but only if you're just like actively converting her. Yeah, kind of, because it's a long-term play. But it's, it's also <laughs> like... Long-term play. It's also like... You have a whole new meaning to missionary. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But, dude, they also won't have the power over them, but then they'll have the power over the kids, like, realistically. Like, they'll be like, oh, well, I'm a priest. Like, you're going to be a fucking Catholic. And that's how you spread it, but you're also not using the fucking Catholic power over the fucking person you're you're sleeping with. I think that might be the best plan for long term growth, and <laughs> and maybe even if it cuts down on one or let's even say two pedos becoming a Catholic priest, I feel like those are definitely worth it. Start making these, start letting there be some Chad priests. Let's spread yeah, it out, out a little bit. See, this is the ideas I needed to think about on Friday. This guy, this engineering kid who we went to college with was talking to me at this party. And he's way smarter than I am. He's like a fucking vaccine, whatever, for one of these companies. And I'm just like, yeah, well, I'm an ideas guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like, give me some of your ideas. And I'm like, well, you're really putting me on the spot right now. But like, I, I like, if you give me some time, I'll come up with some ideas. (laughs) <laughs> the kid definitely thought I was a fucking moron. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Is this a Sigo? No, it was like a, a like I think like a Phi Cap or something like that. Like someone I'd never interacted with on campus. Yeah. And 
he was actually a cool guy, but like I didn't have an idea for him. <laughs> and then I started asking him questions about the vaccine. I'm like, would you trust the vaccine? <laughs> and, and he said no, which I mean, like, take it as you will. Um, <laughs> it's funny. The only other the guy I know a guy who works for Pfizer. He said the same thing. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I just feel like nobody fucking knows yet. So it's like, no matter even if the person's working on. To be honest with you, half the shit I'm working on, I'm like, I don't know what this fucking is. Yeah, dude. I work like, for lawyers. I feel. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. How much do you have to BS in that office, Mike? Oh my god. You're a smart guy. I'm not saying it like that. Oh no, it's dude, dude like, no, hundred percent. Like I feel like you have a more creative mind. You know what I mean? Those people those people are analytics tools, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a different brand. Well, well no, because it's funny because there's so much rationalization that goes on where I'll be like talking to my boss about something. And it's like, yeah, but like, you know, this is objectively wrong, right? Like, like this is like, like, it's like, not that we're doing anything wrong, but like this guy that we represent is objectively wrong in X scenario. And he's like, yeah, but like, you know, under this, that, and I'm like, dude, you're rationalizing like bad behavior. <laughs> like this isn't. Yep. That's the law. I've been on that. I've been on that for a while. Cooper, you can attest to it. Cooper. I've been saying law is fake for the past year. Dude, hundred percent. I mean, totally like it's up. just weird. Like in the perfect world, there would be something that's just like yes or no. I know that's like a whole other thing, but the fact that you can like wiggle your way out of things, like like you said, when you're just objectively in the wrong, this proves to like it's just not real. <laughs> yeah, like, like there's there's whole fucking like 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 there's whole elements of the law that are like oh yeah we can sit here and we can tell you exactly how much a person's life is worth and then we have all these like like damages multipliers where it's like a fucking twisted casino where it's like oh you got a times 3 multiplier punitive damages you're fucked for life like it's, it's like <laughs> that's how it works i thought you actually yeah, had dude. To, like figure it out yeah yeah they have multipliers like and and not to mention like all all rules of court and everything, right? Like the whole procedure is governed by this, like by this book of rules. And essentially like, like the whole book of rules is like all this legal jargon and procedural, like clerical bullshit. None of it's the law. I mean, it's, it's all legally binding. Right. But none of it's like, you know, Congress didn't pat Congress delegated an authority to write the rules of procedure to the judicial branch who then like, you know, it's all just bullshit. Like it's not, it's all lies, bro. All and, of yeah. just being... They're just so good at being the fucking most annoying people on the planet. Literally. Like, and, and, like, anybody could teach themselves how to do this shit if you had enough time to read and understand it and, like, parse through it and look shit up, right? But it's, like, the access to the databases to read the case law costs, like, $20,000 a year. The fucking, you know, so there's all these barriers to entry. So then they just itemize that into the bar association. And then you establish all these requirements and barriers to entry to doing it. So then all of a sudden it's like a professional class of its own. Oh, absolutely. I'm so anti, like, or I'm for deprofessionalizing law. It's so, it's such a boys club, you know? I'm going to, I'm going to not comment on this on the record. I'm going to let you guys talk about it. Too, cool. That's not it. I know. You, I know. <laughs> Speaking of law, I don't know if we can bring this up. I might ha and Joey's not here to say, but I think is the NDA null and void. 
Oh, dude, we're talking about the we're talking about the Lord soon, dude. When I he's not gone, we gotta talk about. Oh, I don't know who did Joey just stop working for. Oh, our Lord and Savior, yeah, him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, oh. ready for some fucking Lord, fucking. I'll put it in the chat some... for you, Mike. I, I I think I can guess who it is. Is it a very wealthy man? Mars. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wealthy yep. man. <laughs> Loves rockets. <laughs> um, you could say you could also say he's a bit of a memer. He's a bit of a pyrotechnic. He's a bit of a funny guy. He's a comedian, dude. He's a comedian. He I'm likes really funny. <laughs> but anyway, listeners, we have no idea who we're talking about. But I'm pretty sure he's going to be open to talk about some stuff in a, in a little bit, which well, is actually, great. Cause actually, bad news for that though. He he saw some news about them, and he he might come crawling back. Not not right away, but there's some yeah, things making but, him think he might want to go back. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, th- I think law is very difficult, and it should be so hard for people to get, well, get into difficult. it. Yeah, well, it, it is. I'm not saying it's not difficult. It's just a barrier. Oh, not that, not that Brooklyn listens, but no, I get it. I get it. It, 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 it is difficult. It's just fake at the same time. Like it's just no. It, it's wild. Like it, like even like like a person who drunk drives and kills a family of four could get out of it somehow. You know what I mean? If you just have a baby, even though it's like he objectively drove the car drunk into a family at a park bench, somehow through law you could wiggle your way out of it. And I drive my car drunk and go over the line, and I get fucked. It's bullshit. I didn't hit anybody. Man's so unfair, dude. I'm just kidding. I don't condone drunk driving. Wink. (laughs) (laughs) You know what we need to get? This man a pair of keys. <laughs> no, I, I honestly like. I weirdly, I don't think that drunk driving should be a crime. Technically, like I think it's oh, kind of insane that it's. See, a crime. I have I have an insane take on drunk driving. Actually, not as insane as you, but um, <laughs> I think they should just use their taxpayer money to build a whole separate private lane where you're allowed to drive drunk, but like anybody can use it. But it's like up to your own risk, right? So if a drunk driver hits you and you die. Well, too bad. You're in the drunk driving lane. <laughs> Doesn't one of the comedians in Connecticut have one of those bits, dude? Because that is totally the best solution. Stoff has a joke about putting up bumpers on the road at like 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. And that's like the... Yeah. Like, like, just play- I mean, that's another great, clearly great idea people did. Yeah. But that's, a, that's how you fucking... That's oh, realistically yeah. how you avoid it. Yeah, the only problem is, is cleanup. You need to use more taxpayer money to have the cleanup clue like on call at all times. Because <laughs> I feel like you should have to opt in. jobs. Yeah, I feel like you should have to opt in. Yeah, you opt in. Yeah, you. Yeah, like the pike, dude. When you get on the pike, you know you're paying the toll. So you pay for the fucking extra taxes for the cleanup. The problem is if you allow that, then you're just going to allow people. To, like you'd have to be more strict about drunk driving on the normal roads if you open a. No, yeah, I like mean, that. yeah, hundred percent. But I think people eventually would just move to the the fun road, as some would call it. Well, 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 so, so in the Virgin Islands, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, you are allowed to drink and drive. I think right. It, it, it's just, it's like you're allowed to have an open container in the car and be drinking as long as you're not driving you know like crazily essentially so like if you if you're swerving and stuff like that they can pull you over and you know if you're over the legal limit like 
you will get a ticket or whatever they do for a DUI down there. I don't know what it is, but like if you're just sitting there having a couple beers and you're driving and you're fine, you're fine. I think you could do that in like Mississippi, but you know, you can do that in like half the country, dude. There's like, New there's England's a decent amount of country town. that allows you to drink. Yeah. It's a very northern thing, I think, that's anti. What was it? Um, drunk I think wine. in Australia, they can literally just pull you over for any reason. Like, well, those people happens are, here, but like, it's like they're actually just allowed to. Like, there's no Australia is scary. Those people are criminals, though. Like, they need it. It's kind of like, <laughs> like Europe, dude. Like, Europe needs to be like wound tight because if it doesn't, like, those people with any ability to fucking cause havoc will. Yeah, I that's mean, true. Those people will fall into fascism any chance it fucking gets. They love it. Australia is literally the people that. England was like, yeah, we're good with these ones. <laughs> we're, we're good on you guys. Yeah, you guys can go elsewhere. And think of how sick those people are. <laughs> how do you like yeah. inhospitable desert? Yeah, how do you, with, where the environment wants to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like Florida, man. Like, do I want those people deciding every presidential election? No. But, like, those people... At, at least should have a, a decent say because they live in uh they live literally live in hell like anytime <laughs> someone describes florida to me i'm like this sounds like the it's like kind of like arizona like unless you live in like sedona or where it's not like scored like if you live in fucking phoenix like oh my god like why do you do that i've ever like, been oh, well, we don't we don't get snow. I did. It was 126 degrees. Jesus. It was, it was like insane. I got out of the airport and it was nighttime and it was still like 100 degrees out. And I'm like, oh, this place is the fucking worst. I knew day one. There's no reason people should live there. Sorry. You'll never change my mind. It's about Vegas? Dude, Vegas, I feel like, is for people that, like, it's fine that they live in Vegas. Like... Yeah. I yeah, never like, feel like it's the same deal where it's like yeah Vegas you know. is Arizona with more degeneracy but, I feel like yeah but yeah that's my thing though stuff. like it, I would rather live in Vegas Vegas than than Phoenix hundred percent I would be homeless so quickly I'd be living in that underground oh. tunnel city <laughs> like it, would, it would be like it'd be like six months and I'd be in the tunnels <laughs> if people can live in Vegas and not do that like i'm honestly kind of impressed they just will. ban the citizens from fucking going to the casinos but then no one would live there but yeah at least monaco's like nice yeah that's true i want to go like, to vegas so bad vegas you said yeah i, wa- I want to go to the casino just like for a trip not to live like I want to go out there and just do the casinos there because Mohegan's taking enough of my money. I need to. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to be. I don't mean to prod, but how much money would you expect to spend in, like, let's say a week in Vegas? Uh, honestly, it depends how I'm doing before the trip. I'd probably save up. Like, so in an ordinary trip to the casino, I usually try to cap. I'm, I'm modest. You know what I mean? I try to cap myself at like 200. And then, like, I will inevitably make, uh, like, if I'm doing poorly, I'll inevitably make another run to the ATM and dip down three. And that's... <laughs> that another is three? Like, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's like, no, 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 not another three. Another one, so three total. Okay. 
And like that's generally as far as I'll go. Plus if I have any cash in my pocket, like if I have like, you know, money from a show or something like that, like I will also gamble that cash. Um, and then like, I don't know, but if I was going to Vegas, I'd like put stuff aside beforehand so I could mm-hmm. gamble more. So like I would, I don't know. Sky's the limit, honestly. <laughs> like, okay. How, more or less however much I grand. can save. What? More or less than five grand. Uh, I mean, realistically, I'm not capable of saving five grand with money. So, like, I would say probably like, like a couple grand. Yeah. See, the problem with me is I wouldn't want to go with to Vegas with less than like five grand to burn, and then like burn like two. Because yeah. like, I feel like if I only have like three to burn, and I burn like even one, I'll be like, "Fuck, bro!" Like that was stupid. Like that. Like I feel like the plane ride home would be kind of oh, like yeah. when I'm like lying in bed and the high wears off, and I'm like, I just ate a whole bag of pretzels. It's like gonna be like that, but like times a million. No, dude, th- those are some of the most like human moments of my life. I love that. Like, like after you lose, after you just lose so much money and you're like, how did I get myself into this situation? And you're just silently driving, like like driving back or like sitting on a plane back. Right. Like just fucking like running through every bad decision. Like, dude, I did really what fucked me yesterday was we went to the high limit slots and I fucking, I didn't read it before. Like you know, crackheadedly pushing the button and doing an $80 spin on a slot. And, uh, <laughs> that was not... Fuck. yeah, I put a $2 into one of those things and I got, what is it? The bonus spins. Hell oh, yeah. Those are fucking beautiful. That hooked me <laughs> in though. That's the problem. Oh, that's so, I, <laughs> so I left with none of the bonus bets. <laughs> <coughs> Dude, the bonus spins are the Dude, shit. You just sit there for like an hour. You're like, oh my god, you just keeps going and going. I, I hit like I hit a couple features last night, but I just kept getting down, and then I was just like, I got sucked in on the Game of Thrones machine later on. What was what, Cooper? You and I were at the electronic blackjack. The problem with those is that you can go all the way down to like one dollar bets. So you just wither your money away, and then you're like yeah. trying to figure out if you're like, do I want to sit here? For like another like four hours and build this back up, maybe, <laughs> or just go for gold and hope for the best. <laughs> Dude, it's so much fun. Uh, the the fucking roulette. I, although I lost my touch for roulette, I've been losing mad money on roulette recently. <laughs> None you, of my numbers what, been coming up. What? Isn't that what, what you? Isn't that what you went in and did at Twin River? Yeah, yeah, that was the one that like pulled me out last time because I put five bucks on thirteen and it hit. Damn, I felt so good, dude. Calling the number is like the greatest feeling in the world. Calling the number, I want to. Yeah, you need a pipeline trip. That's what I really need. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Once we get our fucking place in Somerville, you got to come do an in-person episode, and then we'll hit the pipeline, dude. (laughs) Hell yeah! What's the pipeline? Dude, the pipeline <laughs> is anywhere that the night starts and ends at Encore, dude. The yeah. one the is pipeline is drinking the fucking uh, casino pipeline. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, 
We're only about 15 minutes away from her, and I'm going to have some money to spend. Hey, we can literally summer. see it. You could probably see it from, like, a good view of her apartment. If we stood on our <laughs> roof, yeah. It's such a yeah. good-looking building, too. That's the problem. It really does. Just <laughs> it's in, like, the industrial park of Everett, though. It, like, looks terrible, but then it's, like, this <laughs> beacon cool. on the yeah, skyline. <laughs> industrial park. Oh my god, that's so awesome! Yeah, it looks like, like a Vegas casino. And then it's just like surrounded by fucking. What's it called? I'm gonna look it up. Encore. You might find oh. it in our Snapchats. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna man. find like all the times we've posted, or not Snapchats, Instagram. All the times we've posted on the story, and make a highlight of just pictures of the pipeline. Oh, uh, let's go. <laughs> Dude, one of our friends is making is, is making a t-shirt. Aaron still hasn't told me what design changes he wants, but we need to get these t-shirts. They need to be pipeline t-shirts on the fucking pipeline t-shirts by the summer. We're also doing clam bakes this summer, Mike. You gotta come. We'll do a clam bake pipeline send, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> seafood pipeline summer. <laughs> clam bake podcast pipeline. Dude. That sounds amazing. It's like a perfect day. Oh man! And I close out all this bullshit. I have like five hundred tabs open. Doing that CIA work. Yeah, no, it's all random bullshit. Uh, there we go. Hi. Uh, I have a gambling problem. <laughs> Even Christ fell twice, dude. Everyone's got their thing. It's it's true. Kind of what I want to get back into sports betting. I had a good run. Hell yeah. Dude, the next time I'm getting back up. Oh, it's going to be so good. Because this is two losses. I'm due for a win now. Yeah. I mean, works. statistically, you are 100%. That's how it works. It might, even be, it might even be time to double down. I think so. I think this is the time to start betting heavy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I think what? Garnett, Garnett cover, Celtics cover, get the tip <laughs> off. <laughs> That's such a good movie. It is, dude. The first time you watch it, the anxiety is just unreal. Oh yeah. <laughs> what movie? Uncut Gems. Oh, oh, jeez, yeah. I watched that once, and I was way too high to remember any of it. Oh, it's so good. I just remember Adam Sandler wearing a very large necklace. Yeah, he he plays. Well, I mean, never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say he plays the part well, but <laughs> I was like, "Why? What? What's so wrong about that statement?" And then I sat on it for just one second. Dude, how do you cancel a fucking DoorDash order, dude? Just fucking beg. <laughs> Say please, please. And Joey don't know went like oh for four in DoorDash orders. They like forgot everything. He got a Chipotle bowl, and it was like rice and like obviously like the whatever toppings, but like steak, and they didn't put steak in it. And they tried to just ref- <laughs> they tried to refund him for just a steak, and it was like this bowl is worthless. Like don't charge. They're like here's two dollars back. I hope you're satisfied. <laughs> Uh, they can do that now. Yeah, they're fucking savages. 
That's crazy. Uber's always good about like they fuck up constantly. Yeah, and they've always refunded my shit fully. Honestly, like you kind of start to because I'm like not an asshole, so I don't like really complain that much, you know, about things. But if you like, if you just do complain, you usually get your money back on anything. Like I, really I, harass, I harassed Xfinity because I was losing in a video game, so I just harassed to like chat, and I was like, I was just telling how pissed off I am, and it was really embarrassing when I had to tell them that like my device and problem was my Xbox. But they just sent me a whole new modem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, companies really will kind of because nobody really cares. Like, yeah, like they, the person doesn't care, and at the end of the day, this billion dollar co- corporation. Hey, yeah, give me ten. Like I spent like a hundred dollars on FIFA points to gamble on a video game, you know, um, <laughs> with things you that don't matter. Hundred bucks on FIFA. On FIFA points, and after I like regretted it, and I like again harassed them and told them that my like little cousin. Stole my car. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like kind of said they'll like sit on it or something. And like a week later, I just got like 50. I'm pretty sure they refunded like old stuff too. This was like the $100 from just like a one night session. But I've spent a lot more over the years. And I got like 50 texts from this PayPal, PayPal notification saying all this money's in my account. I was like sick. <laughs> oh my God. It's on the record. Yeah, they will know. You can't. You can only get away with that a few times. Like you won't be able to get away with that again. Oh, uh, dude! One time, one time, my brother ordered some shit on Amazon, and uh, and and you know they sent him a picture of, like it's here, and it, it wasn't at the house. So he like it's like a two hundred dollar like Bose like speaker or something. So he reports that it didn't show up. We go over to my friend's house like two blocks down. And it's on his fucking doorstep. Like, by some chance, they delivered it to one of our friend's houses. So he just grabs it, and he got a set, and he got, like, the $200 and the free speaker. Gotta love it. That's fucking money, dude. It's so easy. Oh, my lord, I just ate a fucking bite of Papa Yeah, but I was just saying, scamming might be the next business venture for me. Scamming seems dope, dude. I think scamming really is so cool. I just like hate to admit it. I think a crypto would be <laughs> dope if it like bounces back. Do you guys like credit card scamming? Credit card scamming. What's your you do what's credit card? Yeah, what's the best method? That's my favorite thing. Scammers talk to like I got the new method, and I'm like, what? I mean, get a uh, so the gas, the gas pump one is cool. You could always do like a. You could always do like a card reader on the door of like a gas station where you're like walking in, and yeah. if it's people have them in their pockets or something like that, then it just like rips it right off of that. Uh, you could do. Uh... <laughs> I hate that I think of all this shit. I don't do any of it. It's just sometimes I'll like, oh, you want to know what another really good scam is? Uh, yeah. So there's the the Walmart on Flatbush Avenue in Hartford has a vending machine like it's like a reverse vending machine where you can put cell phones into it and it will give you cash that's such like a bad thing i feel like that they uh, allow yeah sounds like that's designed for people in a certain class (laughs) it's just you describe that class for us broke up yeah Yeah, Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't, well, you can't grinding, get me. Bro. Working class Americans. <laughs> well, they're grinding, bro. They grinded for real. What is it? I think it's called a punch machine. We need to get a group punch machine. You like, <laughs> punch. scam people's cr- 
get people's credit cards. Yeah, <laughs> I, saw sell one, them I saw one on, on, the, on the dark web. My mom, my mom sent oh, it to me like a scared, scared old lady. She was, it was uh, people with like the card readers in their pockets, and they just bump your butt, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and they take, your, they take your credit card info. That's why I have a million cards in my wallet, so it's like impenetrable, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy an RFID wallet. Yeah, you, they're like legal to buy. Oh no, those I thought like there's like scanner things that you can let you get that are legal. <laughs> oh yeah. You just get, sometimes uh, you need them for business. My favorite type of scam are the ones from the people from you know where calling you, and I'm like, I know this isn't real. Like, don't even try. <laughs> They're like, hello, my name's Matt. Your name's not Matt. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got I, one. I, that, I got one today. Off. I know. I always pick up. I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you never say yup because they they're trying to get your voice to say yes. Well, I haven't been scammed yet. I just always, I just always like let them talk for a second because I want to hear what it is, and then I hang up. I accidentally pushed the nine one one thing on your fucking iPhone. I didn't realize if you like held and pushed your fucking volume. Like yeah, I like was holding, I was holding my phone, and then it started buzzing. I'm like what the fuck? And I looked down. And it was like you activated the alert, and I'm like, great. I actually <laughs> did that with the um. The elevator button in my apartment. I clicked the emergency thing. Well, I feel like I feel like that one's less. Like, yeah, you I hope they were like they were like waiting for me. Well, dude, did you do it the night you almost died in the elevator? No, it wasn't that night. <laughs> Imagine it was that night, though, dude. They get you. Yeah, and... they would have seen the. Th- Never mind. Well, I'm sure they. I'm sure they have a decent idea. There's also the ghost footprints on the fucking carpet, <laughs> leading down the hallway. We all make mistakes. Like, like, oh no, Aaron threw up in the fucking elevator in their building. A <laughs> night got out of hand. That's all. We've discussed it. We discussed it last week of the pod, but the night got out of hand. Aaron Pelican just fucking throw up in the Uber, so it was already a losing battle. And then he walked into the elevator. But he saved he saved Joey that uh that Uber charge. Yeah, I did. I I was I was a real one for that. If I like I, I again, there would have been like the the fine would have been like a thousand bucks, dude. <laughs> if I got a whiff of it, because then I would have thrown up. <laughs> Joe would have thrown up, and no way Zach would have been able to hold it in after two. <laughs> oh, that would no. have been fucking horrified for the charge. <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> It's the guy's like personal car too. Oh <laughs> no. Imagine how pissed you'd be. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? He signed up to be an Uber driver. <laughs> you don't sign up for that. Dude, someone threw up in Dude, my car last year. Bit. You have to expect it if you're doing it in Boston. Was it? Were you Ubering? No, no, I don't Uber. I was driving a friend as a, a comedian who will not be named. Um, and, uh, and we were coming back from a show one night and he drank a bunch and like he seemed like 
he didn't seem great when we got in. And I was like, hey, man, you need to throw up. And he was like, no, no, I'm good. I'm just going to go to bed. And, like, he passed out. And then, like, like probably halfway into the drive, he just woke up puking on the inside of my car. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, open the window. And at that point, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was it was everywhere. And then, like, I pulled into a gas station, and I'm like, I'm like starting to clean it up and shit. And he's like, "Oh man, I'm sorry. I'll like, I'll pay to get it cleaned." And I was like, "Dude, just fucking like take a walk for a second. Yeah, get out of the car. Drink some water. Fucking <laughs> wash yourself, dude. <laughs> After the original fear, dude." The anger would be like off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like dude, we talked about it a few weeks ago, dude. This, it's like the shit that we used to do in high school. We would just piss on each other's cars, and it got to the point where it got so, it got so fucking disrespectful. One of us crossed the line, dude, and he opened my door and peed on the inside. So I like pissed in his speaker and like the well on the side. Hey, we were pretty deranged. It was so funny because we would just be like, I'm going to piss on your car. I'm pissing on your car. I'm pissing on your car. <laughs> like pissing on like a tire or like the, like, like yeah, I guess I, I get that. But inside the car, guys. <laughs> Mine was only in retaliation. I would have never I mean, been this in, 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 It was like a nuke for nuke, dude. You know what yeah, I mean? You have to. No, I understand. It's commendable. You have to strike back. Yeah, no, it was like really dis- it was like really like I don't know why we ever fucking did it. <laughs> Crazy thing is back then we'd like justify it. Well, I think <laughs> what was worse, that or sneaky balls? I never sneaky balls that much. Oh. I don't think I really sneaky balls. I did. What the fuck is sneaky balls? <laughs> okay, it's kind of like sitting on the couch you, with you, your buddies, and you just take your nuts out and wait. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Classic. It's, it's, oh, dude, I feel like that might not be. Classic. I feel like that might be a crime. Were you really? No, I went it? to an all boys Catholic high school. That was normal. <laughs> like it, it, it like is. It is one. <laughs> it just yeah, is. definitely, it definitely is a crime. But you know, yeah. Dude, our repeated guest, dude, would used to like he would just send tip ones, dude. Like it would be like a random picture, and then it would be like a hidden message. <laughs> Pictures of his nuts. Oh, no, yeah. not even like the tip. Dude, no, like, like, the like, oh, like the but the fun was when you just send a little brain Snapchat. <laughs> God. Draw a little face on it. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking disaster. We might want to fucking scratch that apart from the record. I feel like we kind of <laughs> dug. I I dug it's pretty too deep, anyways. Oh no, you dug it deep. But I think like maybe like cut when the sneaky balls like that little chuckle. Oh, okay, it'll come out eventually. Maybe when we can like financially afford to say it. I don't think anyone's admitted to any crimes. Yeah, we're just talking about... Well, it's, it seemed like... This is a comedy. <laughs> I was a sneaky balls guy. Yeah. But... On the receiving end... <laughs> Let's talk about the receiving end of sneaky balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it would, like, catch up. I know, guard, I. Like, 
Because it was, and, and did you like wondered how long it was going on for? Yeah, because then you question like the whole fucking dialogue, like the whole conversation you had where you're looking at this person in the face. Yeah, because like there's people <laughs> like used to have Snapchat conversations, dude. It would be like texting, but you just send like a picture of the fucking TV. And then it's like, how many times were there sneaky balls? And it like fucks you up for the whole night. It was a real psychological warfare. Now that I think of it, maybe it was a crap. Was but that anyway. the only one that got sneaky balled in person? I was talking about in person, by the way. I've, yeah, yeah like, I only know the game like from in person, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Coop only got it virtually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone like asked me like this is how it goes for me. Someone asks you to get a beer or they want to show you something on their phone, so you lean in and it's just right there in their hands and you're like, Oh, you got me, yep. bud. I have gum See, on my hands. See, I partaked a lot more in the circle one where you just got to punch people. I liked that one. Yeah, that classic. One. That, was, that was a good one. I feel like that was more my style. I just needed to hit. And I would just take it out on people who would fucking look at the circle. It got oh. silent after that. That was a bit. It wasn't that, but um, <laughs> now that we've opened up. So anyway. Our boy Dude, Tuck. Oh, you're, you're a fuck. We'll have you on again before this fucking mic, but presidential stuff you're a political guy as you said you're a law guy and you know the bullshit so i'm very interested what do you think's gonna go down dude what in the once presidential election yeah once primaries start because primary guys, starts this year right i have no idea well i i like i honestly don't follow the news so much anymore because i just like it's all dumb <laughs> so yeah. it's all just everyone's so dumb this is so clearly just like a corporate charade so like it, it it's up to like i dude i don't know i think i think that uh I, I don't even know that the republicans put together like a strong ticket and i have no idea what happens with the democrats like i can't i can't see joe biden doing another four years bro well, they're gonna have to like they're gonna have to like yeah like he, he's barely they're gonna have to not like. They're gonna have to back him fully, dude. If they're gonna back him, if not, they should just try to get him voted out because he's gonna look bad, man. I feel like a primary is not gonna be his strong suit now, and you know the Republican one is gonna be a fucking circus, dude. Yeah, and you like, also don't have the COVID thing to like to to sort of like temper coverage of shit, like. Like, this is all going to be out there in the open. Like, I mean, assuming the economy doesn't fucking collapse in on itself, which is a very realistic possibility. Who, who's going to yeah. start trading in yuans with me, guys? Yeah. Is it yes? For real. I was hoping for a good time, honestly. I just want I con- think it's going to be entertaining. Con- I hope it's oh, fun. Yeah. The end of it, the end, of, here's the deal. We think be a better empire collapse than America did. I genuinely think it's going to be entertaining. It's going to be fireworks. I don't even think it'll be fireworks, dude. I think people are honestly too lazy. Like, dude, if there was going to be fireworks, why would January January 6th not, like, Ben? Oh, no, no, no. I I, I just meant in terms of, like, a fireworks show. Well, also, I think that that shit was, like, I don't know. 
I think that all that shit's crazy. <laughs> it's a bunch of idiots. It's not a fucking... I bet you it was extremely... If you want to talk, like, political violence, that's not, like... That's not political violence. Like, well, there were two. They didn't have a fucking plan, dude. Yeah, that would be it because there's there. no, there's no organization. It's not like it's like some coordinated assault, you know. And it's just a bunch of like monkeys. <laughs> I bet you they had no clue they were getting in. And once they got in, because dude, that's why I don't think it was fully government done. I think it was just influenced, and it was like. It's, it's like, dude, there's, like like we talked about in the conspiracy episode with you, we don't have our we don't, we can put our tinfoil hats on now for coverage. Tinfoil hats are on now, so you can't be like, oh, I'm gonna hold these as legitimate the events. But anyway, um, it was fucking. I don't know. It, it like they didn't. Have, they clearly didn't. If they really get in and planned it, there was no way they fucking would have done that. They had a fucking guy with a stupid bison hat. That shit was fucking, like that's what I'm saying. Like they almost like if anything, it's like the Trump people fell for it. Oh yeah, All those people yeah, are well, fake. I don't. Well, that's hundred percent that I think happened. I think that you have a bunch of like fucking people who are all riled up and pissed off. You have some people instigating shit that are you know like clearly ulterior motives on probably a bunch of different sides and then like you know boom like you just have like it's not even like there was like a spark nobody fucking like nobody blew anything up nobody kidnapped anybody people said a bunch of crazy shit everyone got out because they have procedures in place for that shit and that was it <laughs> Dude, my boring take is I think it's actually gonna be like the Trump stuff's gonna dial back and it's gonna be pretty like I hate to say it bro unless they put him in jail I don't see how he doesn't give the fucking Republicans a run for their money oh he's gonna give them a run for their money I just don't think he's gonna do it again I think he'd that's run from take. jail I think that'd be the best television that'd be awesome I think he should I think to be he's honest he's live streaming from the booth he's got <laughs> a switch the debates. Dude, he's got the so orange funny. suit on it's like fucking Dude, Arrested Development, it. and he's just sitting there. <laughs> but he'd, he'd, he'd look like a creamsicle, dude, because he wouldn't have any of his fucking, like, tan. So he'd have the orange jumpsuit, and then he'd be, like, pale as fuck. Oh, my God. And he would still some, like, DeSantis still, I don't think, would be able to fucking go shop. The problem is, DeSantis can't go shop for shop with the guy. No, but Trump's also going to be old, too. He doesn't seem like super out of it, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he seems super, like, and obviously at his age, like, it can happen quick, but he's, I think he's not, bro, but I don't think he's, like, fucking senile. No, 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 no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's senile. I'm just saying, like, you know, with age comes diminished, you know, ability with a lot of things. Like, I feel oh, like his energy level is probably not going to be as high as it was the first time around for campaigning. Like, probably wouldn't need a campaign as hard, to be honest with you. He could take, like, they would they would probably have to put him, if he was actually running, they'd have to probably put him back on. Is he on, is he on Twitter? Is he not? He's on Twitter, right? Yeah, is he's he not back on Twitter, Twitter, but he's not really using okay. it because he has his own social media. 
Yeah, which is, wild. <laughs> yeah, but he'll start using it again once it ramps up. There's no way he won't, dude. He lost his blue check mark. Yeah, but yeah, but he can subscribe to it for fourteen ninety nine a month, right? Isn't that like uh, eight ninety nine sure. a month, or not seven ninety nine? Oh, is it really that cheap? I think it's eight bucks. I don't, I don't care. But yeah, I heard I heard Elon was paying for like um, LeBron's, Stephen King's, and like someone else's to like <laughs> get people to be like, yeah, it's legit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, at that point, I'd be like, bro, it's clearly, if I was LeBron James, I'd be like, it's clearly my account, dude. So I'm not too worried about it. But. I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm honestly. be a fun watch. And you know people are going to, I wonder what they're going to fucking jam down our throats this time now. Because like you said, they can't do COVID again. I think like, people are sick of the cultural war at this point. So that's what I meant with like where I don't think Trump has I think people are sick of the shit on both sides. Yeah. See, what I think would be I awesome down. Is, is if like, I think it would be really cool is if they both put up like like it was like some really neutral like milk toast candidates and then nobody voted and nobody came out and you had like 100,000 people show up and vote and then like, and then everyone was like, like the media is reporting on it, and they're like, oh yeah, I guess this this doesn't matter anymore. Like, there's no everybody. You can go home. Like, like nobody, nobody wants this. It's gonna be Jeb Bush, all right. That's what it is. There we go. That would Next. be so amazing if like Jeb Bush finally got elected, and they just start turning the lights off on him. Some <laughs> guy laugh. flipping a big switch. Say, like, well. Been a great 250 years. He walks into the Oval Office and he's like, "What's up, guys?" And no one's there. It's just a bunch of movers taking paintings out. He's like, Hello. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, you need to get out of here. They're gonna level this place. It's gonna be a McDonald's." <laughs> Who's running the show now? Not you. He's like, he's like, I got the portrait guy coming at ten. He's like the new carpets are going to be so nice. There's just like a painting of him in front of like the rose garden, but behind him there's just a wrecking ball swinging into the. (laughs) He's like walks in. He's like, "What's for breakfast, guys?" (laughs) (laughs) Jam, the country's been the country's been out of commission for six weeks. You're not president anymore. Stop. Go home. You're Go just home. a guy with no skills. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, he's not even an effective public speaker, which is like the only constructive skill a politician can really have. Yeah, unless you're very like charismatic in other ways. Like, you need to be a good public speaker. Yeah. Like, oh, screw diligence. I just want you to be able to talk nice. It's either talk nice or be a real person. I don't like the in-between. Yeah, no, no. It's very annoying when people half-ass both of those. You look at it, bro, and you're like... Clearly not human. I mean, like the empathy's like not there. You're saying what I want to hear. And it doesn't feel real. (laughs) (laughs) 
going to be free pizza and ice cream for the rest of the year. Every day, if you make me class president. <laughs> just a bunch of overgrown adults, like fucking overgrown children playing dress up. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I'll say. Walking around fucking Cambridge. And it's like, you just, so like, these people are definitely gonna have more influence long term. And I'm like, they kind of seem like real normal people. They're just talking about drone striking the Middle East. Yeah, this is, this is their weird. summer internship. Like, but you're like, you're like a person, kind of. <laughs> I mean, this should bother you, but. <laughs> like, it's weird. It's weird how you're talking about it, but like, I get it. <laughs> Someone's got to do it, right? It's yeah, a dirty dude, like, job. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Some, someone's got to stand there and find a justification. <laughs> Granted, like those people are going to do like 20, 20, 30 years of like something until they get to that point where they actually do have influence. But it's like you definitely, definitely. I don't agree that maybe you should be making the calls. Hmm? Get some more average Joes in there, dude. Yeah, I really think they should just pick the president at random. That would be <laughs> so. <laughs> sick, dude. I, I I think you basically just make it like a hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year job. Everybody in Congress makes like sixty grand, and then like, and, and you know, like they got to take the train. And to take the bus or something to get down there, and then like, and then there's no, you, you know, they're, they're like you're barred from ever participating in any industry that you regulate or have any influence over, and then, and then it's like yeah, and then and and you can cycle through it. You you just pick new congressmen, new senators, new presidents at random. Accord, like you can use the same terms of office. We could just literally go down the list of citizens and be like, all right, you, are you on heroin? No? Okay, get in there. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> the next four years, you're going to be president, and we're going to do what you think is best. But then, like, you know, the, your librarian could be a senator. <laughs> like, it could, just, it could just be anybody, and we just have to you deal with it. That, Mike? I like that. I feel like, don't love it. <laughs> but nobody should love it. That's the point. It's I would be rather boring be and terrible. <laughs> be fucked. When either a more charismatic, be more intelligent, be like more attractive. If they just fuck you over, dude, like, like it's like Hollywood shit. Like to be real, dude, everyone should be in the movies. Get everybody. What? Movies is like a certain like, not reality. That's what TikToks are. Everyone's in a movie. Like, exactly. TikTok's fucking great, man. Because you just see the fucking, you get to see the freaks, dude. But it's also like you don't want the freaks making like. I think we should just, the military oh, could just the military should, could just take over so easily. Imagine something you're well, a librarian. Thing, dismantle that shit. You can automate the military. Dismantle the military, bro. That's yeah. the one no, 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 thing no, no, no. I, I, I like, it, don't. 
here's why. Here's how you do it. You you just start scaling it back, and then you basically have like you have like some sort of like Israeli style thing where everybody trains for a little bit when you're younger and you're like ready to take up arms if you need to be to defend the country, whatever. Right. But then you also just have a massive nuclear deterrent. Like you still do. And you, you just make some weird council of elders, <laughs> just a bunch of like, it, just a bunch of like, you know, smart, respected people that kind of shuffles in and out. It doesn't have to be like a super powerful thing, but those are the people who just get to like, all be like, are we using the nukes? Yeah, let's do it. Like from expert people, you know. Like I think that's what we have now, I, though. I mean, no, a little maybe. bit, but also with, like the control over all of the other massive parts of it is. And, and first of all, the mill we have a massive standing army. Like, like you get rid of that shit, and then you don't have any sort of like ability to coup in that in in that yeah, world where massive- you just have random people. The and you also take a lot away a lot of enforcement power, so you don't need as big of a breadth of duties. Yeah, but like I hate to say it, you're in charge of the like the everything. I would rather remain in charge. You know what I mean? I think the big the big standing army is nice because it's like the nukes are a good deterrent, obviously. But I think most people are gonna kind of look at like, is this worth nuking over? And it's like, no. So, like, I feel like you're going to get a lot more people pushing the line, pushing the envelope. But also, I think realistically the best move is putting all these super rich people who are bored with Earth. Like, they've run out of stuff to take out of the Earth. They're like, do you really think they're all hyped up about, like, electric cars and shit? They're not about fixing public transportation. Rich people want to leave and be able to mine Mars rocks, dude. Be like, dude, send them people who want to work and make a ton of money, kind of like the old, like the new gold rush. That's great. And then, like, just have like people who are middle class now start, kind of like Monopoly, but you get to like the people who own like own like Broadway and all the fucking shit, and they're just fucking you every time you go around the thing. You get those people gone, and then it's like, all right, start over. Hmm. <laughs> Everyone gets four hundred on go this time. You can really try like socialism and stuff like that, because then it's like you know what, like no one here is super rich where they're like looking to to kind of like give away generational wealth or whatever. Have those big companies, you break them up. Some of those big conglomerates, especially with food and stuff, I think we should be a hundred percent focused on making our food more local anyway. Mm. Like you, you in America at least you get to do that shit. Like, send these rich people away, dude. Uh, you've had enough of Earth. You guys have had it since, like, fucking... The rest of us couldn't read. And we're <laughs> the living rest in of us couldn't read. That's like, a good dude, idea. It's the only way you're solving it. And I don't think it's going to be happening until... Until the Lord gets to fucking Mars and makes that shit extra profitable. We That's when we can just be like, as a, uh, like all of us. Instead of being like, oh, we're going to burn stuff down and kill each other over it. I think everybody, all the couple billion people... Look at the fucking, let's say, eight billion people. Those families. But you get the first original fucking, the people with the most money. You, get, you gather them up. Like, all right, see a first load. Like, it's you work your way people. down the ladder. I mean, yeah, exactly. So it really doesn't take too much. And you send I some mean, workers down. If we're doing the like, whole world, like, that's all of America. 
Like, dude, that's cool. Send him to Mars. If Mars is so dope, send him to Mars. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, what, like, I mean, what? Most of America is in the top one percent of the world, like wealth wise, right? So, like, that would, like, effectively, if we just sent everyone from America, the UK, and you know, most of the developed, like, like that economic tier of the world, like, you would end up with. Like, just a worse version of what's going on now. Well, but I, the thing is, is I'm not saying it's going to be better. I'm saying, ah. saying. I'm saying people push can't complain that lied. it's not fair. Because you push the people who own the fucking game. Who are owning the fucking... Like, everything's kicking up to them, realistically. No matter what happens. Like, that level of people from around the world, because it is spread out. You take them... Maybe the next two tiers, like the people who like dress up like fucking elves or whatever and go burn the, the, the owl, like that level people. Let's even say, like, let's even say, like, you're going to have to send these tech nerds somewhere, dude. These guys who've got nothing going on right now, who like just got, all got laid off at the same time. Like, they, they can be on maybe the, even the second fucking wave out there. Sure. You just want to work your way down, dude, all around the world, leveling it out. And that way, everyone's level. You can maybe set up better. Like system stuff like that because there's less of a pull at the top, like a need to keep the fucking system the way it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just gotta reset the game, and that's the only way you're gonna do it without leveling half the world with nukes. Can't do that because then it's like they run out of shit. Charge, Who runs out? shit. I'm just gonna say really quick: the Soviet Union sent all their. Uh, uh, rich people to a place but they didn't call it mars they called it a gulag or a bullet you know i feel like it's way better to be like hey you guys get to start up there fresh and you can like race each other again wouldn't that be cool and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, go yeah, have fun again nerds because like dude i've watched succession now most part, and, like, <laughs> it kind of just seems like those people want to play a game and it's like hey do it somewhere else you know what i mean throw each other fucking go Harvest Mars rocks and whatever. And go be cancer elsewhere. Do Monsanto up in space. That's cool. <laughs> you can destroy a planet with no life. Yeah, dude. Like, you guys can't be blamed for anything. You can go up there and have as much fun as you want. And then everybody who's kind of like the normal middle class and up, like, it's just like everybody gets to fucking. That's not that much fucking higher than everybody else when it comes to real. And you get to spend some of the money. Around. They don't take all the money to Mars. What if you just sold it as a place with no rules? I feel like they already get that here. No, 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 no. But like, like you can kill and eat people with impunity and not even have to hide it. Like, dude, like, who cares? They can do whatever the fuck they want up there, dude. Go do whatever on Mars. They're like, yeah, but it's a hassle to not just live as you want to. <laughs> you got, but they see. The, here's the deal: they got to set it up so, like, some of those tech nerds, they might actually be on the first wave. Like, can't. I think stuff. tech nerds are the biggest problem. Yeah, you know, you you away. There are low key. That, that's the thing too. They are biggest problem. We can kind of be like, hey, let's unplug of like a little bit of the social media stuff. Everybody, we can be connected and stuff. Still, we don't need to be freaks about it. You know what I mean, all the AI to space. The AI would be great if we saw it, launch it up there. We'll be like, we'll test it up there first. <laughs> but um, some people, like the guys who like working 90-hour weeks, and I'm like, I'm the fucking man. 
like the old Carhartt generation. I felt feel like you send them up there too with the tech nerds. They Fucking build all the stuff for the tech nerds because they're willing they to build all the stuff for the tech nerds because they also need to complain about each other. You can't just send one of them away. Oh, I can't fucking complain about something. You got to send some baristas up there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we're going to need service workers. Baristas. So let's just to be send on like, let's just send like a third of the working poor. Also, tech nerds, <laughs> working poor. They set it up, make it cool. Be like, oh, we have the capabilities to get the mine rocks and the Mars rocks and stuff. And then we fucking, they have to figure out what to do with them too. Like, they need to figure out what they're doing up there. Once they kind of get set up and they're like, okay, you guys can go play the game, you send a second wave, which is the super rich people, kind of balance out the money around the world, kind of, you know what I mean? Kind of set everybody up a little bit. And then we go, like, all right, let's start again. Like, maybe stop killing, stab each other in the streets and stuff. And stealing everybody's money and like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff we could change probably once people who like money leave. That's the goal. How long before that planet turns into the Hunger Games? (laughs) Not last long. It's not going to be. I feel like we shouldn't tell them now. We should tell them once we get them out to agree to it. Sure, that rich people would do weird shit. You'd have to have enough people up there that they can eat and hunt and do whatever the fucking weird shit they do here is. And then you don't have laws up there. Like, we can make it clear, like, oh, laws are going to be like, this is freedom up there, dude. Yeah. But then, like, from other parts of the world want to do their, like, kind of crazy, like, lockdown stuff. Do it up. Be on your other side of Mars, dude. Let's not fight fight yet until we figure out the cool stuff. And then, like, a couple, like, young aspiring dudes will go up there thinking like they're the ones that are going to make it you know and then some of them will get hunted and eaten and then other ones will like survive and then become the rich people in the second generation on mars yeah that is like i feel like we figured that's another great idea that'd be a good show i feel like you about that kind of not that but like the people on mars are like bullied the people at the Mars people. <laughs> but we, I mean, we bully the tech nerds here on Mars. Yeah. It doesn't really change. Eventually, dude, the crazy thing would be that we'd have to, like, really make connection between Earth and there. Like, we, like mostly, like a, like, a phone relationship. Be like, oh, what's going on up there? Like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, phone each other every once in a while. Send a ship maybe, like, once every few months. Like, oh, we have we have drinking water now. Ah, good, good for you. Yeah, but it's just like we just go back and forth with it. You know what I mean? But like we keep them at a distance because after a while, I feel like either they'll like we'll be way superior to them, or they'll be way superior to us, and it'll be like a weird new racism that we would maybe even not ever experience before, like the interplanetary stuff. Interplanetary racism might be fucking wild. So we need to maybe kind of limit limit that. Limit context. Yeah, but make... like, it's like, like a healthy friendship. They're like the you crazy aunts and uncles. Within like four generations. I just made that all up right now. Within like what? four generations, you'd have like 
<laughs> you'd have kids on earth being like my mom says my grandfather was a mars person and then the teacher's like no mars people don't exist they're not they're not real people it's a myth <laughs> it's made up from the early times how long do you think before they have a mars 911 <laughs> 2001 years <laughs> dude imagine that would be crazy. They should low-key just, like, run the whole, like, just, they should, like, be able to play out the whole history again. <laughs> Up there if they're bored. That'd be so sick. You could just Not really. Planet. <laughs> it could be, like, a it's re-simulation kinda, of history. Yeah, dude. Kind of like, it, it's kind of like uh, Disney World for fucked up world leaders. I love like, dude, did you read the news? Did you, did you read the news? What happened? On Mars, Hitler won. <laughs> Martian Hitler. He waited <laughs> to push east until he finished the west. <laughs> Gave him jackets. What this group time. of people did he hate this time? The same. <laughs> it was unfortunate. They, they, they stuck. They stuck <laughs> he did it again. Off. Exact same way. Yeah, there used to be a large Jewish population on Mars. <laughs> it's actually really weird how space Germans got really into it right away. Did not take much. It actually took. He was voted in with ninety six percent this time around. They, they're not even hiding the thirty three percent. Remember all those people who said they would have did it differently? They were liars. Dude, they all made it up. They were very clearly. They very clearly had a plan. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 we've said it before on this podcast, and I'll put it back on the record. I don't know. I feel like they really nipped that bud, and I feel like I feel like they at least have the conquering will. I feel like you'll never beat that out of the German people. Well, dude, it'll be another forty years, and they'll get fucking riled up again. You think that's it? Forty years. Yeah, dude, they were gonna get. Dude, I think they were gonna sell us out over the pipeline this winter. Like, say what you will about us <laughs> fucking hitting it, allegedly, accidentally, or on purpose. But it really kind of took that card out of the Germans' hands that they were pretty open saying they were gonna play. Oh my god! Could you? Oh my god! Can you imagine if, Jer- like if Angela Merkel became the next Hitler? <laughs> dude, see the thing is, is I don't even know if she's a bad lady. I don't think I she no is. No research. Yeah. I mean, she's like, kind of a she, neocon, isn't she? Yeah. Or neolib, whatever. She's They're a all neo. the same. Look, She's a Nazi. Nazi. Yeah. She looks <laughs> she evil, got some crazy tattoos. She does look evil. That's the thing. Like, a lot of those people, like, I. It's, those it, it, people. It's yeah. not like a, whoa, Jesus, whoa, gotta, whoa. Yeah, but the, <laughs> dude. Here's the deal. You're starting you to sound like Angela Merkel. <laughs> Holocaust, bro. I feel like Germans lost their ability to fight criticism forever. It's yeah. simple. If a German was a while. pissed at this, if Germans were pissed at this, really have a hard time not pointing to the Holocaust. <laughs> and then I would get back and then I would get back into my bit about how who like I said could be a really nice lady I have no idea but she looks mean she looks grumpy at least minimum I'm not saying she looks like Hitler she looks at least grumpy at most like you wouldn't want to have a conversation with her she might be a sweet lady but like I would be very judgmental to start 
<laughs> so I feel like to yell at you. Yeah. Oh, dude. I feel like she. Like I feel like some of her staff has been on the receiving end of a fucking lashing. <laughs> dude, maybe not a physical one, but a mental one. <laughs> I'm like Angela, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> It's Angela, there's a whole department for this. Not the old days. There's also a word for it. Wouldn't it make her so much better though if she was fucking a nut like that? I feel like you want a German to be a nut, kind of like you want a. It's kind of like you want an Italian to be a fucking cartoon character, dude. I want to hear about the gabagool and the the the, the capicol and the mozzarella. So it's kind of funny the uh, the Germans like when I was in Austria this like our this like all the Austrian people were saying like the difference in us is Germany is Germans are very like tight and straight laced and like Austrians are more laid back and like everything's kind of like and that translates to language style like the way in which they speak German and uh, I think it's weird because Hitler was Austrian and he was undoubtedly the most crazy uptight guy that they've produced. That whole region can't. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Probably should be looked at on how they. What? The Holocaust. (laughs) Wait, what'd you say? Sorry, you kind of cut out. What I said was I don't think a lot of Europe. Uh, dodge the criticism that they also weren't really bad during World War Two with the Jewish stuff. Oh but I yeah. feel like Austrians especially, like you can't you can act as laid back as you want, bro. You're not dodging that bullet. I know you guys were helping out. Oh yeah, no, they uh they they, they were pretty admitted about it. Like it, uh, like like he didn't he I, I thought about the Hitler thing, but like he uh they have a bunch of like statues and stuff like that in Vienna, like right in the main square and things that kind of acknowledge their role in the Holocaust. It's hard to, dude, you can't really dodge it. No. Not a lot of people I think Poland is one of them that can't that can kind of dodge it. No, nah, actually no. No a lot Pol- of it was in Poland. You know I was I get I get into Poland this. love their victim card though, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, a few of the cu- card, of them. but there were some polls that were pretty uh like, oh, they're gonna get rid of the Jews. That sounds nice. It's like, whoa, that's like fifty percent of the population, guys. Yeah, there's a lot of Catholic polls. <laughs> oh, there's a uh, lot. Yeah, the the country that gave up the Jewish people like right at the end. It was like Hungary or something, right? Or maybe it was Romania. It was like one of the last ones. And they like, that was like a big wave that they just fucking wiped out. And they knew they were losing. There was no reason that the, the government should have given them over. Might have been Hungary. I think it was the Hungarians. But they're also Austria, Hungary. Like that whole fucking region was, they, they all must have been a little salty about World War One, And they rode the train. Yeah. maybe cut that but it's not it's not historically inaccurate so i mean point the finger all you want 
it's, it's you guys are fucked up, and I'm calling you out. Maybe cut it though. No, there's no, there's no need to cut cut the part where you denied the Holocaust, Cooper. That's fine. Denied the Holocaust part. The, 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 train, the, the last train comment. That was a good comment. I liked it. Yeah, it was unintentional. Uh, it was really, it really was unintentional. But once I said it, I'm like, that didn't land well. And then I, I doubled down and said they loaded it, but they did because they are, they are bad. And that, <laughs> that's all I'll say about that. But anyway, off the Holocaust. <laughs> Honestly, this, this is a transition. Coming into the 11 p.m. hour, we're going to be discussing the Holocaust. Fuck. Oh, poke up. What time are we at? We might want to fucking. Uh, 125 ish. I didn't even realize we were going this long. Mine is what, like two minutes? <laughs> Three minutes? <laughs> Who said we're cutting that? I know. I was just kidding. <laughs> oh, I, I was gonna say, Mike. Do you have any closing thoughts? Anything that's been anything you w- wanted to say but didn't get to? Um, no, not really. There's not like this has been a fun riff, though. So. <laughs> it's been a fucking. This has been a good podcast. Yeah, dude. We need to get back in person again too. The in person riffs are better. Like I feel like once you get comfortable with them. Oh hell yeah. Because it's like you're you're with it, but we'll have the good clam bake the summer. But we'll we'll see you Friday. So I'll follow him beforehand. Or I'm gonna probably make you guys follow him when he gets you get there. So if you're still listening at this point. You might as well follow him at Mike Passaro. Hell yeah! Um, coming up, go see him Thursday, Friday if you listen. Really, the show that realistically you guys would see Mike Masaro at. So come see him then. Oh, bring yeah. a chair. Bring a chair, maybe. <laughs> Byoc. <laughs> bring a chair. Stop at IKEA. Um, yeah, twelve oh, yeah. ninety nine. On top of the ten dollar ticket, but yes, keep <laughs> make, make sure you get them. Um, but uh, thanks for coming on, Mike. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. This is awesome, and I'm looking forward to the show. Dude, that's gonna be a fucking good time, man. Can't wait.